are chill. What is up? People of YouTube, people out there in the podcast universe. Your excellent friend, the brand, Big Vito T, Super Kick. Super Kick Weekly. Super Kick, Super Kick. That was terrible. I know. Yeah. I know it was. I like that. <laughs> BVT, what up, my man? How's it going? Oh, going good, man. How are you? Excellent. Can't complain. Got the small, smally, small talk out of the way. You know, I was watching yeah. an interesting thing this morning. How are, and I wanted to know your opinion, Vito. How are you on, on small talk? Are you, a, are you a small talker? Do you enjoy? I think it, I think it depends on the setting. I think uh, if I'm on the phone, like to my wife, She's not watching, is she? If I'm on the <laughs> phone to my wife, there's zero small talk. Right. Like, I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't do phones. So, like, <laughs> so that's the, that's, the, um, if, if we're talking about something that, uh, that, uh, that I enjoy, I want to talk forever. But small talk, I, I don't think I'm very good at it. Um, but it's got to be on a good topic. I don't like small talk. Of course, you know, you can use small talk as the transition into serious talk. I think that, you know, sometimes that's fine. But knowing how to do that is tricky. I'm talking about, like, on the daily, like, you go into a store to buy something to drink or whatever, you know. And depending on the store... And depending on the person and that level of small talk that you have with that person, like every day or like every few days, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Are you like a small right. talker in the store or no? Here's the thing. So if someone says like, uh, you know, how's your day? Blah, blah, blah. At the, say at the grocery store register. How's right. your day? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. Uh, did my headphones just stop working? Can you hear me right now? I can hear you, but your audio did change. Like, it got a little louder and a little more like it, it was a room mic or something. Does it yes. still sound good right now? It sounds great. Okay, good. That means my headphones died, and uh, we're uh, doing this through my uh, Apple iPhone. Anyway. All right. So. Uh, yeah, at a grocery store, if they're like, oh, how are you? How's your family? Da, da, da. I'm not very good at that. But if they're like, oh, I like your shirt. Oh, I'm in. I'm in like Flint. Oh, there yeah, you go. Like there Deadpool. you go. Oh, yeah. Deadpool's cool. I love him. He's cool. I, like I said, topic. You get me on a topic, I'm in. Ooh. But if you want me to chat about my day or my family at a register, I can't do it. Yeah. I'm lost at a loss for words. Don't know what to say to you. See, that's very you? interesting. Can you do that? You is, know, it, is it the same thing? I love uh, small talk interaction at stores because uh, when I used to work at the gas station, I became just like very good at it, you know, 
like having those micro interactions all day long like i don't know it just suits my personality for whatever reason mm. like i'm fine with it it doesn't annoy me at all um i'm able i'm able to do it just fine and i actually really like it and it bugs me when the person at the store is not like giving me back okay. my vibe you know okay. what i mean when you go yeah. up there and you're just like yeah now that's you know. a different scenario and they they're not you know they they're not they're not smiling they're not telling you have a good day or anything when you're not receiving that back that really is terrible okay that's something else when if i'm in a good mood like a crazy mood like i kind of get in sometimes right and i'm like trying to engage them like hey how you doing have a good day and they give me nothing back i immediately leave the store like they shouldn't be working in customer service like i right. switch personalities to where i'm like i automatically yeah. want small talk for some reason because I'm yes. in a good mood. right so i think it, it switches i guess it switches to me, I think of that as like if you you know I can understand people having a bad day, but if it's not, uh, if it's not a uh, if you're not a person that can do like a bunch of those like many interactions all day long, then uh, then you probably shouldn't be uh, working there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, or you know, or you could work there, but you know, maybe not be the person that's like you know interacting with the people because that's yeah, get just... in the back room, <laughs> right? Exactly. Go stock go, some shelves. Go you stock know, something. <laughs> I'll get think about that sometimes. Like, who is this person, and like, where did they come from, and uh, this and that, and the other thing. But I don't know. I just thought that that was uh, an an interesting deal. Also, I wanted to touch on something that you mentioned about the T-shirt thing. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes, yes, I'll wear a lot of shirts, you know, like whatever, wrestling shirts or whatever. And sometimes that'll end up really great. But then, like, a lot of the time, it'll also kind of annoy me because people do the thing where they, like, pretend like they know about something, <laughs> but they really don't. And oh, it's yeah, like, and you know, them. like way more than them about it. And you're just like, uh, I want to sit here and correct you on so many things, but I just don't have the freaking brain power to do it. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. That, that would annoy me. I don't run into that very often, but, um, yeah. Yeah. That would suck. I would definitely have a problem with that. I'd probably just come home and text you and, tell you about the dumbass i saw at the store this asshole <laughs> just freaking uh just thought wcw still existed like <laughs> they know. called wwe wwf <laughs> could you believe it right. you know i mean it but that happens of course Vito. i mean that's why you and i are you know, kindred souls doing a show yeah. like this, right? Because it's like <laughs> sure. our understanding of kind of just the, the whole world just goes to a whole nother level. You, you, sometimes talking with common folks, sometimes, you know, uh, some people a little bit more uh, knowledgeable, but you, you're talking to someone, you know, sometimes and you're just like, wow, you know, like their whole, uh, 
view of wrestling is just like completely different, uh, completely different level. They're watching it just like it's a TV show. They just enjoy it or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But you gotta uh, analyze it. <laughs> yeah. No. There's different. Uh, there's different levels. Yeah. There's, you know. There's different levels of it. I mean, I've met people that are still just complete marks. You know what I mean? Like they they really have no idea. Okay, you know, what's, you know, what was, you know, like, was that real? You know, did, did that actually, you know what I mean? It's just like, it, and I don't know. I wish I could be like that sometimes, you know, you know what I mean? I would say that I am uh, not a complete mark. But you but like to believe still um, in a lot. I, I allow myself to be, uh, allow my belief to be suspended. Um, Quite a bit. I try to put myself um, pretty far. I try to put myself pretty close to that Mark Hood uh, because um, I don't know. I can be absent-minded pretty easily, so I can turn off my brain and watch TV. Because I I know uh, I got some family who I caught peeking behind the curtain because they'll watch reality TV. And they'll tear it apart, tear like, uh, like oh, that's not real. They're they're making that up. And I'm like, oh, come on, just just watch the show. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, and so that I'm not a big fan of. But so when I'm watching wrestling, and like, and I hear like a, uh, a big a big slap. You know what I mean? A big super kick that sounds really loud. I, I'm like, ooh, you know, I'll still do that. But I know what's going on, you know. But yeah. I like to still you know, they whoever does it real good, Matt Jackson, Matt Jackson can make a super kick sound so loud and it's like still gets me. It's like, oh man, dang, right. he's good at that. Matt Jackson has the loudest super kick in wrestling. I'll stand by that. <laughs> so I try to suspend most of my belief, even though uh, I get it. Hey, <laughs> it's still real to me. <laughs> well, right. I mean, when yeah. you're watching the shows, you definitely should, you know, unless there's some kind of huge flare up that takes you out of it like that. Yeah. You know, you're pretty much like, yeah, you, you know, you're into it. You're just into the story of the match. Yeah. And you're not necessarily, you know, I mean, that's what good wrestling is supposed to do and what it does. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, you're not going to want to sit there and watch it with someone that's just like, you know, and, and we've all had this experience at least a couple times, I think, in our lives. Try to sit there with someone and they're just like, oh my God, fake. fake that's right. When someone comes over while I'm watching wrestling, I turn it off. <laughs> right. If a non wrestling fan comes over while I'm watching wrestling, like for a visit, I'll turn it off and wait till they See, leave. See, there you go. I do not watch wrestling with any non-wrestling fan. Don't happen. I don't allow that situation to even be brought up. I so. yeah. I definitely have avoided it in recent years, but it has yeah. happened. Yeah, it's me happened too. All, That's it's why happened I to all of us. I, I learned from my mistakes. Uh, but no, I mean, but I'm also always watching wrestling and, you know, 
sometimes, yes, it's about the match, but also as things are going on, and, you know, I like to try to call the, oh, okay, well, you know, I feel like this is going to be the finish, you know, because they're going to do this or whatever, you know. So I like to speculatively, um, you know, look at it like that, which is a whole uh, interesting trait in of itself, probably. Yeah. Probably not a whole lot of folks that do that, but. Yeah. Um. Um. I've noticed that that's easier to do in WWE than it is in AEW. Yeah, you could say that. They they tend to do swerve endings more often. I think that's why I like AEW more, because they're faster paced, they do more exciting moves, and they have endings that... I'm not going to say they have any. They more often have endings you can't predict than wwe does in my opinion imo i've been really trying hard to not necessarily look at it as like a um a wwe aew or whoever type thing i'm really trying hard to judge everything just kind of as a whole and maybe not necessarily even judge it but just kind of like look at it as a whole and it's like there's things I appreciate about both products. And I can't really even say that, like, I have a strong preference. Like, as we stand right here, right now, yeah. I legitimately enjoy both, like, almost on the same level. But I will say that I do really enjoy the way WWE does their drama and the way they, you know, I mean, we just, we see it a lot, just like it's like the promo stuff and the storyline stuff. Yeah. Some of it does get kind of graining and repetitive, but like some of it is like really, really great when you do it that way, when you actually like plan out, you know, the promos yeah. And you have a full-on writing team? Right. Yeah. In-ring action, probably AEW because it's like, you know, they're they're mixing. You, you, get, a, you get a mixed bag of different yeah. styles. You can't really call how matches are going to go in particular. Um, like you were saying, you know, there's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of different stuff there. And that, yes, the, the, the being able to predict the matches does become kind of like a little bit tiresome because yes, there is that match formula. Yeah. Um, uh, on the promo <laughs> side though, I mean, I think it's WWE hands down. Really? I do. Wow. Just for instance, uh, I don't know if we're going to discuss dynamite at all, but there was a fatal four way and the winner was sky blue. And like my jaw dropped. Right. One, I was like, "What?" Right. Wow. That wasn't supposed to happen. Right. Yeah, it was. It was interesting to me. I was like, "Yes." I would not have called that at all. I enjoy the randomness of that, and I appreciate that as yeah. well. Yes, I absolutely. I love that. Uh, and like I said, in ring action and that sort of thing probably enjoy that 
on a, on a, on a whole um, better than WWE on like a more regular basis. For for the promo thing, I would only um, I see what you're saying about promos in WWE, but the what I would uh, say um, my difference for promos in in AEW is are the promo guys. Like Brian Danielson, John Moxley, MJF, mm-hmm. Adam Cole, those guys can do a promo uh, with no help, right? And they can do it, boom, just right there, and they're amazing. And those are what we get usually. There are some people in AW who need help, and I've heard that they do. Jay Lynn, Dean Malenko, those type of people, they give help. Um, even John Moxley helps other people do promos. Uh, help write them for them so um, that's an aspect of AEW I like having to do with promos but right. um, but the writing thing in AEW about or in WWE about promos I do I do get that like Roman Reigns uh, I mean the whole bloodline thing you know you don't get that kind of some uh, yeah. a, a few times in AEW they've been able to cater that kind of emotion and that kind of like big like arc yes. storytelling yeah. type Between thing. The bloodline and uh, uh, dang it, I always forget the the problem. Rhea, Rhea Ripley and Dominic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Judgment Day. Judgment Day. I yeah, yeah. never remember their name. Uh, bloodline and Judgment Day. The promos coming out of those two uh, storylines are so good, I think. I oh, think for the sure. whole crowd booing Dominic and him just trying to get a word in and him coming off as like an insecure little kid, I think that's not on accident. I think that's on purpose, and I think it's amazing. The problem I have with uh, the AEW stuff is a lot of the time when they're doing like the group uh promos or like a battle promo in the ring or something it's like yes you can you know guys like like uh mjf guys like moxley guys like danielson of course they can talk they don't need they don't need stuff written for them necessarily on a word for word basis but i get the feeling sometimes that there's not even like a like like no one even like wrote an end to the segment necessarily you know what i mean yeah. a lot of times it's just like i i see it as like tony Khan just like well you guys just go out there and jab at each other for like five minutes or whatever yeah and when you do stuff like that it can be great but then it can also end sort of flat i see what because you're saying it's just about like, the group thing yeah uh, the sammy guevara jungle boy uh darby on mjf the last couple promos. All oh, those promos were brutal. I mean, before double or nothing, just all four guys out there. Right. I respect you, but and then just going around circle. Yeah, right. those were those were difficult, difficult. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah. And I've seen it happen, a, you know, a couple times. It, you know, it, it's not like they make a habit out of it, but it does happen i don't know it seems like more often than not uh at least at least when you have uh the the heavy scripting at least kind of the blocking and the motion and everything just you know kind of makes sense if that makes sense 
Um, speaking of which, entertainment. Uh, WWE, apparently they are open for negotiations as of this morning. Um, the, the window has closed for the renewal on their rights deals with NBC Universal and Fox. So now they are open to discussions to move Raw and SmackDown, potentially, um, depending on what kind of bids and what kind of negotiations come in. So really? we could see a whole different world uh, come 2024, man. You know, we could see Raw on like Prime or something. Who knows? I mean, Exclusively on Peacock? Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> oh, um, but uh, I think the NBC Universal people are the same as the as the USA people, so they would probably uh, they would keep that the same. I would imagine. Well, UFC's the who's that parent company that just bought us or bought them? I say us like we're part of the company. They, it, it, yeah, there's a. Uh, uh. They they formed a new company. It was called yeah. Endeavor, but they they yeah. called it something else now. So uh, so it's got to be that right. Um, they got to be mixed in. Uh, I mean, WWE can only do so much without their input. So, um, so it's got to be something related with UFC as well, right? Well, this is specifically, I mean, yes, I mean, it's, it's semi tied to that because they're, they are a part of this group now. Yeah. But specifically these negotiations would be for Raw and SmackDown specifically because those are the money makers. That's what brings everything. That's what, that's where they're getting these huge, uh, you know, 300 million whatever dollar rights deals for each show because those networks are just giving them that flat amount and then hoping that they get their return from you know uh the the advertisers and you know this and that and the other thing yeah so nbc universal owns a bunch of networks of course fox owns their their series of networks and um Someone, so, someone uh, could buy both. Someone could buy just one of them. But, but Raw so and SmackDown. Enemies. USA and Fox are they owned by the same people? I believe they're different companies, from what I understand. Okay. Um, because because Raw's on USA and SmackDown's on Fox, right? Isn't that still right. how? It okay. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, it would be one of those They've things. They've never been on the same channel, have they? No. Yeah, and SmackDown's been through the gauntlet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was on UPN at one time. Yes, it started on UPN. <laughs> and then oh, it went, uh, that changed into the CW for a while. And then they moved it to wherever. Like, I don't it was even on know. Sci fi. Yeah, then it? it moved to sci fi for a bunch yeah. of years. You're right. Remember when Raw was on Spike TV? Yeah. Man's Channel. You know, arguably one of the things, one of the things that declined 
uh, wrestling viewership over the years. You know, if you go back and you look at the ratings, uh, that first run on USA before they left to spike, or it, it was still TNN at that point when they had uh, when they switched over, but they were doing like uh, like a six point something rating on USA when they stopped there. Moving to the TNN uh, network at that time, they took like a two million viewer dip just by switching those networks, um, which is really weird decision. You know, I guess they gave them more money, but then again, their their show was in like at least two million less homes. Uh, did, so so Raw did, went from doing sixes. Did they get the two million back eventually, or it's never happened? Raw went from doing sixes to doing fours, and wow. and incrementally it kind of hung around there during the whole spike era. When they went back to USA, they were still doing right around threes and fours, and now as you see, you know they're hovering right around at like twos. Sometimes, you know, in the high twos, sometimes down in the ones uh, raw is at nowadays. Of course, also, you know, people will say till they're blue in the face, different landscape, not as many people watching TV, streaming, blah, 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 blah. Then again, you know, the yeah, you know, people there's still 40 million people or whatever watching the Super Bowl on traditional still TV, selling out arenas, right? Depending on what pictures you look at, right? Yeah, so um, it's you know, it's it's weird, but yeah, that's a whole nother subject the decline of uh, you know, but the ratings have been uh, solid enough, if not better than they were when they. I got. I know it's not really quite what Fox expected, so it'll be interesting to see if they stay with Fox. I see Raw staying, and uh, SmackDown maybe going to like Prime or something weird like that. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I I I'd like to say I see them both staying. I don't. I think. Uh, I think. I don't think they can go anywhere. I think they're solid where they're at. Okay. Mostly SmackDown, I think is <laughs> if they're moving, I think SmackDown's the one that's more solid than Raw. Really? Yeah. Wow. In my opinion. So yeah. Um it's interesting, you know, because all the Fox branding uh, in between with, um, like, you know, the NFL and all that stuff, you know, they did a lot of co-branding with that. It seems like they wouldn't want to give that up either. That's probably a very <laughs> valuable yeah, portion of the deal. Um, <clears throat> Especially I'll- with how they're... Uh how the, the things they do the physicality and stuff are we all right there uh get primed up uh 
Like, I don't see ABC getting them or anything like that. Um, but if they go streaming, I don't know if they would do that, like straight streaming. That would be interesting, um, right? It would be. Uh, like, um, let's see. They wouldn't go to HBO because that's AW. The only person I, the only place I see throwing around the money for something like that would be a deal with Prime. Because so like live, you go live on Prime, or are we going taped on Prime? It would probably be live on Prime. That would be the whole idea. The live. I wouldn't be against that. They'd be able to get away with a little more. They uh, Prime paid so much to get the Thursday night football game. You know, every year, last uh, every week last year. Literally, you could not, you could not get it anywhere. Like you know what I mean. Like you literally had to pull up your Prime to watch it. Uh, I remember the first couple <laughs> yeah. weeks being like, "It's not on NFL Network. It's not on CBS," and like panicking. No, <laughs> we had to bow to our Prime overlords. Yeah, well, to watch the game. That would be interesting if one of one of the shows switched to Prime. I'd be cool with that. I got a Prime account. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Vito, a couple other things I wanted to bring up here before we got into the meat and potatoes of this show, now that we're half halfway or so through. Either way, I wanted to bring up to you this quote from Frankie Kazarian. Ooh, yes. I was pretty critical. I mean, not in like a very harsh way, but, you know, just basically saying that like, you know, the old, uh, the old adage that, you know, wrestling wasn't being done his way in AEW. And that's part of the reason why he wasn't, why he's not there anymore. Do you buy this? And what do you think of these comments? Well, to me, uh, we haven't heard Christopher Daniels say that. Well, he's still a so, producer there. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, uh, I think Frankie Kazarian uh, is just a grizzled veteran who um, wanted to finish out his career a different way. That's why he didn't say, like, AEW sucks, don't go there. Right. He just said it wasn't for him, wasn't, wasn't delivering what wrestling meant to him. So he wanted to, you know, go to his old alma mater you know, I mean, he wanted to go finish out his career the way he wanted to. And uh, I can see that. Uh, that's, I mean, other than that, I, I really don't know what else he meant by that. But other than, I, if it wasn't just um, they weren't giving me the way I wanted in my career, I'm hoping it wasn't any more than that is what I'm trying to get out. Yeah. Now that you put it that way, I totally, I totally understand these comments. This is more or less almost kind of like work shoot comments. You know, this yeah. is something that he has to say as a guy coming into a smaller company like Impact yeah. and trying to make an impact. Right? Uh, see what I did he there? He had to come in with a reason. Without shit talking his old company where all his homies work. Right. Yeah. And this way he gets to go there and be like a like a main eventer type guy 
instead of just like a like a tag team guy or whatever you know AEW's vision for for him was, which is obviously lower on the card and not um not one of the big players. I mean, it kind of looked like that for a second. You know, him and Daniels uh, they had a run with the tag straps, right? I mean, they yeah, were they all did. up in the they were all up in the show, you know, for for a long time. Were they the first? Oh no, him and uh, him and Scorpio were the first. Yeah. See, so so um, um, good for him. Speaking of Frankie, uh, there was an emotional moment I saw because of uh, um, Alex Shelley just won the um, Impact World Championship for the first time in his career. I, I saw that. And Chris Saban just broke a record. He's the nine-time X Division champion. So both the Motor City Machine Guns are singles champions right now, and they're together as as the guns. So, yeah, That's... one up for the Motor City Machine Guns. And Frankie came out to the ring as uh, they were having their celebration, came out to the ring and hugged them both, and... Uh, um, gave him a congratulations and then left with no with no beef. So it was just a cool little moment. I watched the video on YouTube of that. It was pretty nice. I think it's cool how they're leaning into the the actual history of of that company. You know yeah. what I mean? When you really think about it, uh, Impact. And I was thinking about this the other day while watching the Impact channel on uh, Samsung TV. <laughs> is that man what a rich history you know like when you really think about it people like to dog on it or whatever but if you seriously go and look back it was a great place for like for legends to come and do something you know when uh wwe wasn't really doing that sort of thing you know bringing guys back for special appearances yeah um you know, yeah, there's a lot of annoying, like, Jeff Jarrett stuff and whatever, Kevin Nash and, you know, what you know, just, like, there, there's a lot of stuff like that. But you also look back on it and go, man, uh, AJ Styles, uh, yeah. Daniels, Kazarian, the guns. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Dudleys had a great run there uh, for a little bit. Um, Team 3D. Yeah, we talked about this. If, yeah, we, what you we talked about this a few weeks ago. You you said you really dug the 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 aces and eights storyline. Yes, big um, fan of the aces and eights thing. So I watched that. I watched uh, that was TNA, right? Not or was that Impact? Was that before they changed? I don't know if they had officially I know, changed. I watched every week just for that. I I dug the aces and eights thing a lot. See, there you, you know, go. Uh, because I watched it on the internet too, so I was like, "Oh, whose body, whose body does that fit?" Yeah. Oh, who's who makes those motions? You know what I mean? A that huge, was fun. a huge part of Kurt Angle's resume, done. Yeah. Uh, under um, TNA, Joe. Uh, I was I mean, watching a video God. the other day. Uh, it said like ten uh, wrestlers you didn't know were in TNA or something like that or Impact. Yeah, China made an appearance, a one-time appearance in Impact Wrestling. Did you know that, bro? I did not even know that. I've never one seen that time one time she was in Impact. Yeah, 
fun time. It was the video I watched was pretty cool. I suggest you go out and find it. You'll be it'll be interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's just like ten wrestlers you didn't know were an impact that they showed up one time and then never came back. I could do a whole a whole show lamenting about uh the TNA days. I remember them fondly, especially the early days, the uh the the two hour pay per views you had to pay ten dollars for. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was like I was on that just because I was dying for something different i was very disappointed at the time with kind of how the alliance and you know the whole wcw purchase kind of went down kind of left a sour taste in my mouth if we're looking back you know yeah like i thought it was kind of fine at first and then you know i don't know i just remember literally by that summer by SummerSlam. Uh, 2001, I was pretty much like out on wrestling completely. I was just like, I had decided that I was like, just not going to watch anymore. It was weird. Uh, little <laughs> off, uh, on SummerSlam, have you played uh, the showcase mode of 2K23? Um, the Eddie Guerrero deal? No, I have not. No, the no, that's no. 2K23 is John Cena. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Oh, okay, where you yeah. get the beat up John Cena. <laughs> um, you have to play that because, like, I'm on the last, I think, I think I'm on the last two, but the last, like, seven matches are all at SummerSlam. It's like, I'm going one. It's like, oh, it's SummerSlam match. Next one, oh, it's SummerSlam match. The next one, Another SummerSlam match? <laughs> what, what are we doing here? Is the Was kid- that important to you? Were your SummerSlam matches like the top of your career, buddy? He was the king Jeez. of SummerSlam. I guess. And they, uh, like, I, I guess they just wanted to draw attention away from his WrestleMania matches. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It was like, it was like five WrestleMania matches, or five SummerSlam matches in a row. And then I did the, uh, uh, Dwayne once in a lifetime match. Well, let's think about that, right? Let's go through his matches and see. Okay, obviously the first one's Big Show. They probably didn't want to do that and have yeah. you know have him be in the game, right? Can't really yeah. do that. He's about to be in fight forever. Yeah. Um. So you can't do Big Show. His second match uh, was where he won the uh the world championship against jbl could have done that just fine 23 was him and Shawn michaels which i don't see where there could have been any problem with that unless you know they just didn't want that out there you know remind people that he had beat Shawn michaels at wrestlemania and you have 24 where he was in a triple threat i want to say with like uh, uh, Orton and Big Show again. Are you looking it up? You got it there. So, um, so here's the matches that the showcase mode has. Okay, I'm not gonna list all the matches. I'm gonna list the SummerSlams though. SummerSlam 2006, SummerSlam 2008, 
2016, and 2021. Those are all the SummerSlams that are on that. Okay. There's only one. Let's see. The WrestleManias they put on there are uh, 34 against Undertaker, 28 against Dwayne, and that's it. <laughs> Two WrestleMania matches. And that Undertaker one wasn't even a real match. No. I wow! Uh, the, the, here, here's here's more. I can't. I don't have them in order here. But uh, talked about those two. Uh, we all have a cause that is important to us. He also had, you know, the year where he teamed with Nikki against Miz and Maurice, and he proposed to Nikki. Yeah. Um, the Miz probably don't want to highlight that one. <laughs> Let's not forget about the Firefly Funhouse match. Um, <clears throat> I wish that would be one. That'd be fun. Um, yeah, so I only got like... Also so, another Bray Wyatt, WrestleMania 30. I'm sorry, go ahead. So am I on the last... Oh no, so I just... I just am about to finish the AJ Styles match, so I only have two more matches. I got the WrestleMania 34 and the last one, which is SummerSlam 2021. Yeah. Ridiculous. Two different triple threats. One year with Orton and Triple H, the next year with Edge and Big Show. It's like they literally just did the same match each year. They just had them switch brands. That was That was all that they did. Yeah. Uh, his match against Rusev at WrestleMania, which you can't do. No. Nope. Uh, Batista, which um, I guess they're on okay terms with Batista. Uh, I think they did that one on here. Yeah. No, nope, that was the SummerSlam 2008. That's one of the SummerSlam matches they put on here. Two with The Rock. Um, one with Triple H. One with Shawn Michaels. Really weird WrestleMania resume when you when you look at it as a whole. Yeah. Nothing real special. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's none of these matches you really could say were like exceptionally good. I really like <laughs> I really liked the one against Batista at Mania twenty six. Um that stands out to me as being probably the best. Out of all these. Yeah. A whole 15 WrestleMania matches. And mo a lot of them are, are pretty bad. I just found inspiration for a future video, Vito. <laughs> Sweet. But uh, let's talk some let's talk some fight forever. It's time. You've got the roster up there. We're gonna be yeah. making light of this roster. Take us so, through take us through what we're doing. So a fight forever comes out June 29th. We've talked about that. Um, so that is 17 days away. And they're definitely not done uh, announcing wrestlers. And so we're we got more to go. So um, a lot of good names have been announced. No big surprises. 
of names. There's no one that they've announced that I'm like, oh, why'd they put him in the game or why'd they put her in the game? You know what I mean? Right. So uh, have you saw that? Is there anybody that surprised you so far? Let me pull up the roster here. They'll tell you right freaking now. Right freaking now. Uh, AEW Fight Forever roster. It's great podcasting. Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, I'm looking through here. I don't see anyone to this, me. This Abaddon woman. I know she was, uh, I mean, I haven't, she hasn't been around in a long time. Yeah, That's but kinda... her face gets her in the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, she has a video game face. That's what gets her in the game. Uh, let's see here. Looking at, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna look at this and say, you know, that there's anyone I don't <laughs> think should be a kid. Cause come on, you know. Yeah. How you gonna say? Oh, I don't think they should be in the video game. Exactly. So. I got this alphabetical list. I went through the roster, current AEW roster, and also the um, the game <laughs> roster. I had them side by side. And I went through the list to figure out who I think should be in the game that hasn't been announced. Now, I'm not saying that these guys will be announced or girls should, will be announced or not, but in my opinion, um, these are should who should be in the game. Uh, we're, and we're going to discuss that right now. So... Um, I'm just gonna throw quickly people who are not in the game, and we'll get to the ones I want to be in the game. So, people are not not in the game. Air Fox, Aaron Solo, Action and Jetty, and the person who I think should be in game first in that list is Alex Reynolds. Okay. Ooh, okay. His tag team partners in the game, John Silver. Okay. And the only other uh, Dark Order guy that's in the game is Brody Lee. And we know his story. And uh, before I go further down the list, I'll bring another guy up from the list, Evil Uno. Mm -hmm. Evil Uno is also in the Dark Order, and he's been working on the game and doing all the media for the game, and they still have not announced that he's in there. So it's like, I don't understand why Evil Uno wasn't like first announced. Are they just holding him off? I or, think I think Evil Uno is going to be in true Evil Uno fashion. There's going to be some type of a code or something. You think so? Yeah, there's got to be right. old old school code that you plug in or something okay. like that. That that's what I envision, but I don't know. So uh, let's see, going down the line, Angela Parker and Helico. Now, uh, now the next one uh, is Anthony Bowens. So we're going to throw out the Anthony Bowens, Max Caster, and Daddy Ass are not in the game yet. Those three right. should be there at launch, right? We agree on that? Acclaimed I, be there at launch? I mean, that in, in a perfect world, yes. But I also see, you know, they're kind of like the headline DLC pack probably, but They're like I don't the know. most over team in AEW right now and right. have been for since before the game was announced so ooh, you know what also i didn't even think of till just now 
Um, and I'm not knocking the game at all, but it's a it's really difficult in games. Uh, I think at least to do like the the animation, you know, like uh, like true scissors. Well, not just the scissoring, oh. but I'm I'm thinking of more or less like their entrance. Getting, getting the the mouth and everything to match up like correctly as okay. as they're coming out it might not look so good so you know what i mean that it's probably a hard thing okay to capture right. i don't know that's so, what, that's just a guess so run quickly through anthony gogo ardivari bandito boulder bronson big bill uh bishop con now here's the other one um blade butcher and blade um bunnies in the game she's so a dlc blade uh do you think they should be in the game at launch you know i'm not gonna say that they shouldn't be because they're you know they've been a big part of the um a big part of the show you know i mean not a, not a huge part but they've been guys they've been around They've been guys. <laughs> they've been guys, and they've been there. They've, they've been, been there since almost the beginning. Right. Yeah, they weren't like day oneers, but they were like, you know, first quarters. You know. And um, uh, I'm cool. I'm cool with them. You know, I mean, it would have been nice to have them in there. Yeah, sure. So Bunny is DLC. I think they should be there for launch since Bunny's DLC. That's my opinion. You could have threw, thrown them into the into the DLC pack as well. But as we were talking, we we don't think that this is the only uh, DLC drop there's going to be, right? I mean, potentially there's going to be more. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess so. So, yeah. like... This is just the first couple DLCs. They say that this is the game that they're going to have for a few years. They're just going to keep upgrading this game. So, well, well that see. would be that would be interesting if they just kept doing like character drops. Well, if they put someone like the acclaimed on like the fourth or fifth DLC, that would be a shame to me. I mean, I dig that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, the the next series probably for sure the quote unquote season two. Yeah. Is how they're trying to do. They're trying to break these games now into seasons. You know? So we got uh, Blake, Blake Christian, Brandon Cutler, Brian Pillman Jr., Brock, Brock Anderson. Now here comes the other thing. Brody King and Buddy Matthews. Wow. Malachi Black is in the game. Brody King and Buddy Matthews. They're definitely going to be a D DLC, right? They've got to be at some they point. Could they be there on launch? Well, I mean, they're obviously not going to be there on launch. I mean, if they're not, uh, I mean, I think this this roster that we have is the roster. I don't think what so. I'm thinking. No, I mean, they've got still, 60 they've people. They've said they're still announcing more people. Right. This is not the permanent roster right here. Okay. Yeah, they're we still got... announcing. Yeah, a couple weeks to announce some guys. Yeah, yeah. so it makes sense if they were a part of that. Sure. So you think the 60... Okay, well, this is 60 including the DLCs. Yes. So... 
but yeah, I know, I know they're not done yet. So, um, so what hmm. do you think is more likely that they're going to be on like the fourth or fifth DLC, or they'll they'll get them in at launch? Uh, House of Black. Yeah. You know, um, and that's the thing. I'm I'm also thinking that like maybe. Maybe they will announce more people, but they'll announce them as DLC. Okay. It's kind of like, was kind of where I was going with that. So maybe this okay. this roster is roster. So I think we see uh, the first, like, post-launch DLC pack that comes out. We're going to hopefully get Acclaimed and House of Black and, like, one or two other people. Okay. Or they could split them up. So it's gonna be like a tag team pack, probably. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, you think they're gonna put Christopher Daniels in the game? Yeah. They could. I I don't see why not. Okay. Let's see. Then we got Cole Carter, Cole Cabana. You think they're gonna put the guns in the game? Maybe down the line. Uh... I mean, they've been champions, so they probably should. All right. So we got Daniel Garcia, Dante Martin, and Darius Martin. Now, if you're right about the tag team thing, Darius Martin and Dante Martin could be down the line. But Darius Martin has not had a big thing in there, but Dante Martin has. He's had a hell of a career in AEW while his brother's been out. Right. And now it's him that's hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah, because now Darius Martin has been tagged up with uh, Action Andretti. Right. So, here's the other person that I think is pretty big that's not in the game. Ethan Page. Oh, wow. That's weird. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? You, you know... They'll they, squeeze him in the launch? Or on, like, the fourth or fifth DLC? They could throw them in one of those packs. Like, so? like right, like in a perfect world, we're thinking, okay, we'll get House of Black and Acclaimed at the same time, but that's probably not how it's going to happen. We'll probably get, like, like the first pack will probably look like uh, you'll get the two House of Black guys. Uh, you'll have Adam Page, and then you'll also have, like, private party or something you know someone you don't like really really care for but you know like they're getting to them eventually right so there you getting go to them eventually. and then the second pack will probably be like the you know acclaimed daddy ass Actually, and then like a couple girls now that you mentioned that that's the thing that's missing is a bunch of tag teams are missing missing right I'm ju I just now caught that, that there's just a bunch of tag teams that are missing. Guys like Private Party. Private Party. All right. Top Flight. Acclaimed. Okay. All right. There could be a pack. Right. All right. Let's run through these last couple real quick. Fu yeah. uh, Fuego Del Sol, Griff Garrison, uh, Jay Lethal, Jay White. Those ones I don't think are going to get on there right away. Jake Hager, though. Jake Hager has not yeah. been announced yet. 
Seems like Hager and everything should be in there, but... At launch, right? Yeah. Dick Hager should be a launch wrestler. They should not be a DLC. You'd have the whole jazz in there. Um, yeah, Isaiah Cassidy, we talked about him. Him and Mark Quinn should definitely be in there. Okay, run through these real quick. Uh, Josh Woods, Juice Robinson, too early. Kip Sabian. He took a big time off, so I'm not sure if he should be in the game. Um, or Penelope Ford. We'll fast forward to the girls there for a minute because they link right. together. What do you think about those two? They should be in there at some yeah. point. I don't know about yeah. at launch or any of that stuff, but I, I think that they, if anyone, should should be in there. We got all right. Commander Takeshita, Fletcher, O'Reilly, Johnson, Moriarty, Luther, uh, Briscoe, Luther. Uh, let's see, Menard, Seidel, Tavin. Okay, Nakazawa. You think Nakazawa deserves a place? Oh my gosh! OG from day one. I mean, he's a stooge, but you think him and uh, Brandon Cutler deserve a spot? I could see them being in there, but not playable. This is what cut, I would what I would scene. do with them. Yeah, cutscene right. cutscene status. All right, let's see. Mike Bennett, no. Nick Camarado, no. Nick Wayne, no. Oh, okay. Oh, here's the other tag team: Santana and Anna Ortiz. So that's just Ooh. just another tag team we've been discussing. Yeah. Okay, Parker, but, uh, Peter Avalon. So you know that's the same type of thing. He's uh, one of the Stooges, like Nakazawa and right. Cutler. Yeah. Uh, let's see, President Vance. QT Marshall. He's a day one guy. Oh, my gosh. He makes his uh, way on to the dynamite screen enough that he, he can't not be in the game somewhere. Yeah. So, um, so QT Marshall is, should be in the game. I think in launch. I don't think he should be a, um, a DLC guy. Right. Uh, so he should Rod be the Tom. guy he should be the guy training you in the creative wrestler mode yes. and then he should get him unlocked Unlock after you him. finish yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Roderick Strong too early, Roosh, Smojo too early, uh Seeing, Serpentico, Sean Dean, Sean Spears. Sean Spears. He took time off, but he's an OG guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have Spears. Okay, now here's the other thing. Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss is OG. I mean, he spent a lot of time on Dark and Dark Elevation, but the only reason why Sunny Kiss is on TV is because uh, we ain't got nothing for you. But other than that, Sunny Kiss should be in the game. Yeah, it's we. You know, I don't know. I'm not. Uh, maybe that is more or less a um, a visual aesthetics kind of thing and I, I don't want to say this the wrong way but I feel like I don't know it might be one of those things where they're afraid of putting Sunny Kiss in the game and then letting the public go wild with it yeah you know All kind right. of a thing but yeah. people do that anyway you know what yeah. I mean people make some freaking you know like just crazy you know whatever wrestlers you know on their yeah. creator wrestlers you know you can be whatever People you want still so. get crap to nyla rose for being in the women's division for christ's sakes well that's uh, a whole other thing but you know totally at least at least wrestling is not a is not a you know yeah actual thing but that that's totally a whole other thing. tony knees trench uh none of those guys 
Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Yuta should be in the game. Seems a little... Yeah, but he didn't come in till just like last year, though, right? Him and Claudio. That was uh, like that was. I just... think he came into his own last year, but he was in the. He was in there. He was part of the best friends. Oh part really? Uh, then oh, here's the other thing. Claudio was seen on a loading screen, um, for like a Road to the Elite. So uh, I just saw that on a video yesterday. So that's something. I put him as a maybe on here. So that could be. It would be nice for them to squeeze him in there. Now, uh, on to the ladies. Athena, uh, Billy Starks, Diamante, uh, Emi Sakura, Harley Cameron. So do you think Athena should be in the game? Or is she a little too soon? She's been there for like a while, right? Uh, yeah, about a year. I mean, she's Ring of Honor Women's Champion. She could come. She could come along later. I would say. Um. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh. Uh. Who was I looking at before? Who is in the game? Uh. There's a Japanese girl. Okay. Uh. Yuka Sakazaki is in the game, but Emi Sakura is not. You think Emi Sakura's had more matches in AEW than Yuka Sakazaki? I have no frame of reference. Has she? I think so. In my opinion, I think she has. But that's something for... Uh, leave it in the comments. Let's see if you comment against that. Uh, Jamie Hayter is not in the game so far. See, that's just not right. Yeah. That, so, that's, a, that's a major, major downfall if that doesn't happen because... Yes. Yeah. So, for reasons... Um, so let's see. Julia Hart, Kara Hogan, Layla Gray, uh, Layla Hirsch, Madison Rain, Mia Krause, and Marie Shafir. Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez should be in the game. She should. That's just someone who I think should really be in the game. She was um, the ROH champion when they uh, inherited uh, the company. Yeah. So. Uh, Paige Van Sant, Penelope Ford, we talked about her with uh, Chris Sabian. Rebel. You think Rebel should be in the game, or is she a cutscene girl, or just a manager for Britt Baker? I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're getting it's it's getting pretty. I mean, God, if if that's kind of the thing. I mean, if you have actually have everybody, dude. Like what? That's like that's like a hundred, over a hundred playable characters. That would be some sort of new record, wouldn't it? I mean, gosh. I don't know. I'm just throwing out a couple names. Most the ones I'm reading fast, I uh, are ones that I'm leaving out. Right. Okay. But yeah, uh, we're so, already at sixty, and I mean, there's yeah. easily another forty that can go in. Yeah. Easily. Well, I'm only. I'm only the ones that I really am interested in here are only at like twenty. Oh 20 really? Something. Well. So, yeah. uh, Red Velvet, I'm not sure. I mean, she's a give or take. Soraya is not listed in the game yet. She's yeah. a give or take, but I think they probably should slide her in there, um, at least on a DLC, because the other thing who's not in the game is Tony Storm, also not listed in the game yet. See, it just doesn't seem right. There's got to be, and like you said, with the with the plan, 
with their they're they're planning on having this out three or four years or whatever uh in between games that would make total sense to me um, another person not in the game who i thought should have been is serena deeb yep you could have thrown her in there too um, why not and then um uh i think that's about it for me willow is probably going to be in the dlc and sky blue probably in the later one but other than that uh that's what i got so far so the notes i have coming out of this are uh, a lot of tag teams missing and um uh in the girls it's jamie hater and uh uh the other one i had a problem with jamie hater was the biggest girl I had a problem with was Jamie Hayter because she's been there a while and not in the game so far. So far. more There's more coming. Glaring, so that's the end of it. Some glaring omissions. Yes. So uh, Yeah, if, if, like I said, if, if they do plan on having this slow rollout, um, that could... You know end up making a lot of sense you know for for just saving people for down the road let me go check the news real quick juice juice and uh jay white i don't know if they were in your list but that also yeah, i i, I read through them fast because they're out uh, they're new right see that's the other thing i was thinking about do you think there's going to be since they said they're just going to keep improving this day, game do you think there's going to be like a ring of honor expansion <clears throat> they could do that you know do some official arenas or whatever yeah um, because a lot of those names that i read through really fast were um were ring of honor names like blake christian and uh, i don't believe we're gonna get that type of stuff right like create yeah. arena stuff like that like you're not gonna be able to just do that yeah in this game like blake christian um cole carter um, what are some of the other names here? Um, can't think of, I can't get any other names. Josh Woods, Ari Davari, uh, Kyle Fletcher, those type of guys, those are mostly on uh, Ring of Honor. So there's going to have to be a, like a Ring of Honor expansion to for those guys to really get on there. Uh, Vito, have you heard of this AEW Plus? Uh, no. What is that? Uh, I'm guessing it's only available internet. Is what I'm seeing here now. Yep, it's not available here. If we lived overseas, we could, uh, or I could rather sign up for this, and you get um, you get all the weekly programming. You get Dynamite, uh, Rampage. Uh, what used to be known as Darks, I'm sure, you know, Collision, you get them on like a, a live or a tape delay and something. Get that VPN and get your AEW Plus. That's what I'm saying. I did just read an article um, that there are, there's this option in the Exploding Barbed Wire Deathmatch. Have you heard about this? Uh, 
there is an option for two different endings, one that delivers on the match's premises and one that plays tribute to the lackluster finish hit Revolution. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes, I would uh, like the I would like the John Moxley Kenny Omega version, please. Yeah, I would I would want the one where Eddie Kingston comes down <laughs> and just like how how does that work? Does it work for Eddie Kingston to come down or or if you have an ally they come down and just lay on you or that reminds me of the uh Mortal Kombat Babalities, you know, <laughs> and stuff like yeah. that. Where you, yeah. where you turn your your opponent into a baby or whatever instead yeah. of instead of doing the finisher. I like that. Uh, and speaking of which, one last thing here uh, before we wrap up, we are this is the last show that we will be recording in a pre AEW Collision World. Ooh. So this aw collision show is going to happen this saturday and uh who knows all hell could potentially break loose with phil brooks back in the house i saw someone that thinks that he's going to join bullet club gold Hmm. okay you know not sure about all that but you know it could happen I don't know. Yeah, thought, I don't know I what to expect. Someone online that said that if uh, CM Punk shows up and turns heel, like kicks the shit out of FTR at the end of the match and joins uh, Juice and Jay, I think that would be. I don't know what what I would think about that, but uh, I don't have. I don't have the most positive outlook on Phil coming back. Mostly because... Seems uh, problematic, right? Yeah, mostly because of that media scrum uh, after All Out. And then the the crap that happened after that. I, I did not like that media scrum. I did not like the way he was. That was not my, the Phil Brooks that I waited seven years to watch. That was not the guy I wanted. Not my he punk. Was, he was a bitter, sour old man who, yeah, I just did not like it. And I, I thought he was gone. We all thought he was getting the payout. You knew it wasn't going to happen. Uh, you you've been telling me all along, but um, yeah, I'm not excited. I mean, you know me; I'm a big CM Punk fan, but I don't know, not excited anymore. You know the the uh, the steam kind of seems like it's came off of the came off of the fastball a little bit. You know, especially when it comes to the launch of this new show and just all the weirdness surrounding it. I don't know. We'll have to see what they end up doing. Uh, I, now, I don't, yeah. I'm happy for a collision. It's gonna, we're going to get Miro, Andre Alitalo, uh, Thunder Rosa. We're going to get some old people that we miss. So happy for that. But Phil, not so much. I could give or take Phil. It's so weird that, like, you know, and I guess. I mean, they've been doing this in wrestling, though, 
for years and years, you know, with the segregation of locker rooms for the, for the most part. Um, you know, people look at this and will say, you know, critics of AEW will say, oh, it's so ridiculous that, you know, Tony Khan can't control his locker room enough to where, uh, you know, Punk and, you know, everyone gets along and blah, 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 blah. And they've got to separate, you know, all these people onto this other show. Well, that, that's what WWE did for years. You know, we just never really heard about it. Um, but I'm sure that, you know, WWE for years was strategically keep some people apart, but a lot of the time they would, uh, behind the scenes, make sure that certain people were together. Like if they didn't like each other to try to like, you know, either make them figure it out or whatever, they would split the couples apart. That was the big thing WWE would do for all those years. Right. Yeah, now but, they don't do that. Now yeah. the couples stay together. Right. We're yeah. going to put you on SmackDown and you on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so it's interesting. It, you know, it's, it's, it's a good tool to have, I guess. I don't think you should really look at it as like a negative way. And maybe eventually everything will work itself out, you know? Yeah, hopefully. Or yeah. it'll be one of the greatest angles of all time. Who knows? Still could be. Don't rule it out, Vito. Uh, I think that's all we got for this week. Any parting words? BBT, my man, anything else you want to get in there? Anything you want to plug before we I'm wrap this baby up? I'm looking forward to more news coming out. More news coming out in the next 17 days before the game comes out. Um, if you're a wrestling fan and you like uh, old wrestling arcade games, like the old... Uh, uh, no Mercy and, you know, old button mashing wrestling games. Order this game. It's going to be great. And AEW doesn't pay me for saying that. So check it out. Fight forever. Fight forever. Fight for nothing. <laughs> wait forever. You're right. Wait forever. <laughs> Scissor me. Scissor me. Follow us. Like the video. Subscribe. Leave a rating. Wherever you're listening to us, we appreciate you. We love y'all. One day we'll buy y'all four or five stiff drinks. That's right. That'll be nice. Yep. Until then, we'll see you next time right here on the Superkick Weekly Podcast Bad Show. Team. Wrong one. Wrong one. Nope, 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 nope. There it is. There it is. I find...